0: Welcome back to EastEnders Weekly, your weekly podcast that's celebrating birthdays of EastEnders and podcasts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I believe you're indicating that it's our first anniversary. It is. Or has been our first And also
0: EastEnders' birthday their this th-
1: week. Their 34th anniversary. Mm. The big one next year.
0: Mm. The big 35th. I
1: mean, 35th isn't really a big one. Yeah, you but don't... every five years is a big one. <laughs> it's just an excuse for them to put on a... A live show or something, mm, isn't it? Elaborate show. I mean, 40 is bigger.
0: Well, just imagine what 40's going to be like. Well, imagine
1: what 50's going to be like. Our minds will be blown. <laughs>
0: Would John York be back?
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was the birthday of EastEnders, which we also love celebrating. So I thought I'll put it out there into the atmosphere that um, I wanted to know everyone's first memories of EastEnders. You're so putting it out there them. in
1: the atmosphere. Yeah. I'm sorry. In the
0: stratosphere, then
1: <laughs> the universe. Yeah, I think it's the word you're looking for. <laughs> putting it everywhere. I know it's you do. All...
0: That's the problem. It's all up everywhere. <laughs>
1: um. So I want to know
0: everyone's like first memories of their show, like watching the show. Mm. So we have quite a few. We're going to read some out now, and then we'll read some out later on, on in the show as we well. We did.
1: We posted this on our Facebook group, our Twitter, um, and all the social medias. You mm. can find us and on. Reddit. Oh, and Reddit as well. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: So right, we have Emma Ray. She says, my earliest memory is sitting in the living room whilst my mum made pancakes in the kitchen and seeing a man. I now know he was Reg Cox sitting dead in his room. Great parenting, my mother. I was only five. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was making you a hearty breakfast ready mm. for your day. I mean, getting her ready for the gritty London life. Yeah,
1: that's right. Well, I imagine if it's pancakes, is she American? Was Emma? or was I brought up think in it was,
0: wasn't it Pancake Day? no no not in february no. pancake day is normally the end of I february i think you remember someone March saying something year. about pancake day in one of these comments though oh so really see maybe in america when it showed in america it was pancake day
1: every day's pancake day in america that's why i want to live there <coughs> um i have one too from our facebook group it's from andy hercules einstein orm rod fantastic name andy you won't mind if I just call you Andy, <laughs> he says. Reg Cox being found, the start of a lifetime relationship, not with Reg Cox, but with the program. Mm, I mean, too early, ones, isn't it? Yeah, nothing wrong with having a relationship with Reg Cox if you like that kind of thing. <laughs> well, if you watch Civy Street like I do,
0: you'll know that Reg Cox is all right fella. He'll help catch your hens if they go missing on Wolford. What hens? Chickens. Tur- there was a turkey that went missing. Well,
1: no, I'm just c- confused why you would have Civy Street was yeah.
0: it was uh, it was. About Lou Bill and Ethel when they were younger. It was um, Christmas Eve. Mm. And Lou Bill had a live turkey ready to strangle to right. then feed the kids. Oh, right. But he escaped from the hutch and was running around the square. And Reg Cox helped pick him up and catch him again. But the kids got too attached. So Lou didn't kill the chicken. <laughs> the, the, the turkey. turkey. Yeah. The turkey, yeah. But he laid an egg. So they had an egg. Because they're all on rations. They had an egg for Christmas dinner. <laughs> And the, some chocolate. She swapped the egg. I think she swapped the egg with Reg Cox to get some chocolate for the kids' stockings because they're all on rations. Uh, and they said yeah. red water was bad. <laughs> it's really good. It, it's, Civy it's, Street's really good. Sounds fun. Uh, just one more quick one. We have Hannah D-B-N-O. She says, My mum watched it in the 90s when I was very young. So I remember bits and pieces from them, but I first started watching properly around about when the Slaters were introduced in 2000, at the grand old age of six. So lots of people starting very young.
1: Mmm. I mean, we're catching up with the classics now, because they're being repeated. Um, mm. And as always, stay tuned, because we'll be talking about the classic EastEnders it's back this week. We will. So we'll be enjoying that again. Oh, by the way, I'm Alex.
0: You are? I'm Ben, the alleged host. <laughs> um, and we are discussing EastEnders. As usual, um, and we're discussing the episodes that were broadcast between the nineteenth of February, Happy Birthday, to the twenty-second of February. Yes. How fun was that to see Um Lofty and Punk Mary this
1: week? It was amazing. Yes, we had um, hyped
0: this up quite a lot.
1: Didn't disappoint. No, we got very excited, didn't we? I, th- I think I have not re- I've not properly re-listened to um last week's episode, uh, but. I have. Have you? I, I think we were giddy with the excitement. Oh, you mean our
0: episode? <laughs> I, yes. thought <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant the Punk Mary episode. But well, no, you've watched that what three times now? Well, I just watched their scenes like as in a little. It's like a mini five minute episode. It's then. like watching
1: the Lofty and uh, Mary yeah. scenes.
0: It's like a BBC Three online episode then, like five minutes. All oh, right. All the scenes seem together. Okay. So um, should we talk about that then? Doctor Leg's funeral. So we opened up the week um on the birthday episode with Doctor Leg's funeral. Dot's not feeling very well though.
1: No, yes, yeah, she made her excuses not to be able to go, and uh, so Sonia had to look after the reins of the funeral plan for that day. June Brown is quite elderly, and I don't think she could have done the filming outside of perhaps the studio. No, it lot. doesn't
0: look like she does location filming anymore. Mm. Although she did a bit of location filming last year when she went to go to Doctor Leg's house.
1: That's true, but that was that was. Um, that was happier times. There time. was milk. <laughs> <laughs> involved also it probably wasn't so much standing up and they they had that that table kind of weirdly positioned in front of them so it looked like Mm. they they could have been anywhere really it was just like they were sat in front of a table in in a random room
0: that's true sonia took the role as dot Mm. it kind of seemed like they had written that for june brown the like speech but obviously if it came to it that june didn't go natalie cassidy steps up
1: yeah, she I mean, it was explained, wasn't it, that she said this was written by Dot. So I think you're right if June Brown didn't feel well on the day. Mm. It did seem like it was quickly changed. Mm. Um, so it, it wasn't really Sonia who was meant to be doing it. It was always meant to be Dot. But, um,
2: yeah, felt, it We've felt been a bit strange. we the new
1: Dot for a while, though, haven't we? Well, she is the new Dot. Let's <laughs> um, this, this not beat around the bush. She's basically Dot, mm. too. Last 2.0. Christmas,
0: she, re- she um, read some Bible things out, so she definitely is dot Mm. dot 2.0 I don't
1: know if she's found religion perfectly just yet but uh yeah she'll be storming around the square soon but she does do her holier than thou she does her judging in the minute mark with honey doesn't she honey Mm. and Sonia like the new ethel and dot I suppose Mm. but then I suppose it would be two dots so it would be dot and dot if you included honey in this situation I could
0: always get um Sonia to hook up with the gay um vicar there you go so you could find religion and love
1: oh the female vicar yeah I had to think then. They have.
0: Uh, She's disappeared, has not she?
1: Yeah, well, they they go through vicars. Like every every time a vicar is needed, it tends to be a different vicar. And they kind of did that storyline just to give uh, Dot
0: the vicar acceptance. was there for Hope's christening, wasn't she? I think
1: they brought her back out for that. Oh yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right. She's still there in the background. Mm. She was only ever brought in for the whole Colin storyline, I think, when Colin was trying to get Dot mm. to go to his wedding. Yeah, it's a shame. It's called one of those things that got dropped. Mm.
0: They I never col- do that on each other. Thro-
1: another no, never. Another throwback, Colin.
0: I know. Did you see that um the actor tweeted saying Walford will always be in his heart? Oh. And and he and he said, um I think the Linda Davison who played Mary tweeted to him and said it was great being there and he said, Colin's always there watching on and it's always in my heart, he said.
1: That's sweet, isn't it? That's sweet.
0: That's nice. I mean, I mean speaking of Punk Mary.
1: I was gonna say we had Punk Mary and Lofty back, obviously. <laughs> Lofty knocked on Sharon's door and I think Sharon was welcomed the uh, break from the drinking and the panic that Karen was giving her.
0: She did not seem to recognise anyone, Sharon. Like Lofty
1: doesn't even look that... D- Punk Mary looks different, to be fair, but Lofty doesn't look that different. She's like,
0: uh, Lofty? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, come on, Sharon. Her reaction when Mary walked into the pub was classic. She mm-hmm. just, she kind of twitched a few times, jolted her neck back. And, and Mary saying, yes, it's me. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, no, no. She doesn't. She, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't even say it, does she? She just closes her eyes slowly and nods gently forward yes it's me yes it's me it was
0: so good because you had um ikra and habiba who were who've just been introduced to that episode and then in the background you saw punk mary mm. so i remember seeing it, i was like there she is it's happening and then um they they have a little interaction between them which w- is really sweet well they
1: interact with punk mary because mary's looking strangely looking at the <laughs> fish and chip times. yeah opening time <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a bag of chips while you're waiting for no. going to a funeral we um, got
0: introduced to Annie. I was
1: about to say Annie. Annie, a very interesting character, mm. who we're, I guess we're going to be seeing a lot more of.
0: I hope so. It's like they're testing the waters, aren't they? Because mm. they recast her. They've also given her like a career and a background. Like She's now a policewoman.
1: Can I just pull you up on something? You, you keep saying they've recast Annie, but Annie would... But of course she's been recast, because she no. was a child when she was... Yeah, dressed, but it? They, they brought
0: Punk Mary back for one episode. They could have easily had the original girl if they wanted to or not just not included Annie mm.
1: but Kate Oates does like to recast
0: yeah but the fact that they took the effort to find a new actress mm. and to give her that like background police woman could make Constable by 40
1: was it Constable because I, I I think so I yeah. couldn't write it down quick enough I know I'm presuming she was like a detective or something she mm. she looked a bit police-y, didn't she? yeah she did she had the long coat the long fringe. dark coat she, she had, had the... a fringe fringe <laughs> Sensible she, hair. Yeah, she wasn't drinking. She was surprised when she heard her mum was a punk. <laughs> I like, know, I love You're that. You're a punk mum? Like, no, that was the old days. There were
0: so many references that we enjoyed. Like when Lofty and um, Sharon were talking in the Vic, and um, she said, Oh, you've done well for yourself. I could have gone for you. And he's like, Oh, you did, remember? Yeah. And it's like the episode from like the first year mm. when she had her legs on the bar Leg Sharon. <laughs> yeah. So there's really good references. Mm. It was really well written.
1: He asked after Michelle and Vicky. Mm. That was sweet. And he's given Vicky a gift of £20,000. I know. He's got 15 pubs is not he? Yeah. Lofty. Once again showing Den. Well Den obviously didn't yeah. have an eye of no, what, Den what, said you'll never lost? make anything Lofty. Yeah, yeah. 15 pubs. Oh, yeah.
0: Shame Den's not there to rub it in his face.
1: Well... He'll always be there. He's all, he is the ghost of the fic, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't really know what Mary did.
0: I know. As a job,
1: I wanted to know. Did she
0: just? I can't work it out. Do you no. think she does like graphic design with Colin?
1: I d- I just it's always arty. Yeah. Very creative. I just always imagined that when I saw Punk Mary, not to say that Linda and Mary are the same person, but when I saw Mary, I just thought, oh, she must have the same job as what Linda <laughs> has. IT, <laughs> yeah, works in IT. Works for um Jamie yeah. Oliver's. I'm trying to think what Mary could do.
0: Because mm. Annie didn't know anything about Mary's past. She didn't know she was naughty or rebel. Well, she kept or it very makeup. quiet from her as well. So yeah, be so, yeah. a be changed woman.
1: Maybe. Well, yeah, I, I I guess so. I mean, she had that lovely scene with Dot mm. when she <laughs> threw shade at Dot, and was. J- Dot she was just on the cusp back. of having her.
2: What <laughs> you yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I do it. But she didn't. No, she took a deep breath, mm. closed her eyes gently, and said, You're right, Dot. Everything you did was for the best, and I'm grateful for it.
0: Well, that's not 100% true, Dot. I thought. I come mean, Dot did interfere a lot. Yeah, and think... writing your secret messages yeah. and notes to people, yeah, phone I think, calls.
1: I think Dot could have apologized, really, because she didn't apologize. She just no. said, well, I'm not going I gonna... was right. I was right, yeah. And so it felt a bit. Mm.
0: But that did make me laugh. You, you literally saw. Um, Mary, punk Mary, or Mary the punk. Like, you could see she was about to go off on one, but she went and closed her eyes, went and didn't. <laughs> it's like, there you go. That's your character growth, Mary. Yes. You've, you've, you've learned. You've learned how
1: to not shout off the rail
0: for anyone. Yeah.
1: And read. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Very nice episode. It was just great.
1: Kathy felt a bit like a third string, though. I know, yeah, it was a bit of a shame. She was just pressed up against the bar would not mm. she she was really. in the background kept chipping in every now and then she had a good
0: story about dr leg and lou though lou mentioned which we love
1: uh, yeah when he got his briefcase caught in <laughs> the uh, duvet and pulled the duvet off lou when he res- visited yeah. her it straight over <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something out of pete mm. um yeah so they were telling nice stories about it was just dr. a
0: nice Legg. episode wasn't it just it to was. see them back and they fitted in so well like straight away mm. so, yeah, it, it, was it was a nostalgic
1: nice. episode and it, it kind of felt nice And in place, that that, Mm. for where it was, it was Mm. the right place. Because after that episode, John York no longer held the reins.
0: And it was nice because they introduced Habiba and Ikra as well. Mm. So it's like, old and new. And they found um, Dr. Legg's, like, medallion, like, Lucky Charm thing. Yeah. And um, they kept it and said, oh, I don't know what this is, but hopefully it will bring us luck. So it was nice, like, a changing of old character, new character sort of thing. Yeah, I
1: mean, though, that line alone made me instantly think... No, you're basically going to have bad luck now, forever on this square, and now you picked up that necklace. Wow, that it's comes with though. the postcode, doesn't it? It really does. It's a shame, though, because everyone was looking for that uh, necklace, and I suppose they picked it up. I suppose they weren't to know the ins and outs oh, yeah, of Yeah, they it. didn't know, did they? No. They are just
0: walking through a street in London, all they, mm. they know. They no. lit
1: a candle for Dr. Legg. They did.
0: Um, Mary bought that candle with her. She did. Do you think she owns, like, a hippie shop? Like where she sounds incense and candles, Mary. Just, you know, that's what she just does? incense and
1: candles. Yeah. yeah and cards. Oh, can... Greeting cards. She was quite well dressed though, wasn't she? She looked mm. quite professional. That's true. I thought she looked I cause I kind of wanted her to be dressed a bit a bit <laughs> rough. You know, like she did with her Tartar. Yeah, a yellow and black Yeah, yellow back bumblebee scarf yeah. and uh... no, she's matured. But she did she looked she looked grown up. But but she still felt like, but this is the thing, she felt grown up but she felt like it was Mary. She had a
0: posture voice as well, mm. which upset me deeply.
1: Apart from when she almost lost when yeah. she went when she was talking to, <laughs> to the gang and Dot yeah, and she her voice kind of kicked in again and she um yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see them all. It was and, very good. Uh,
0: and we had two Julius themes in a row.
1: Well last week which, when Doctor Leg died, mm. and then this week yeah, uh, when they lit the candle, all the all the curtains were closed. Mm. Um, all the old
0: characters are there all
1: together at the old doctor's surgery so Mm. yeah it was really good
0: really well written and a really good last episode for uh, John York I think
1: yes it was a good way to bow out Mm. but he might he might well return again (laughs) no I don't think so I think that's it now
0: his time is up
1: someone else who was invited to the funeral was uh, family member Rainey
0: she was well she sort of Got herself invited, didn't she? She, she said, she "I didn't... am
1: family because I'm married to Max." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she invited herself to the Well, she the car share as well, was not she? So mm. she was well in. That was yeah. That,
0: it's really weird. This storyline they're sort of setting up like a Stuart versus Rainy mm. bidding for Doc's attention.
1: No, I don't think it is that. No? I think I think it's going to be Stuart and Rainey get together. No, I I do. I think this is where it's going because Rainy all week felt like she was being she was chasing phone calls for Max, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. So she visited Dot because she knew that Max was going to phone Dot mm-hmm. at some point. And he phoned
0: Sonia, but he didn't want to talk
2: to her.
1: Well, he said he, he had something to do. Yeah. So he spoke to Sonia on the phone for about twenty minutes, and then when Rainy said, like, "Oh, can I have a word with him?" She was like, "No, he's got something to do." And then Sonia, quite a bit bitchy, was like, "Well, not much reason you staying here now, is there?" <laughs> Bye. And she was like halfway making
0: soup. Oh, she's probably sick. She got Stuart there. She got Rainey there now. And Stuart
1: bought her chips. Yeah. For Dot, sorry, I should she say. She wolfed them down, apparently. <laughs>
0: I can't imagine Dot wolfing down
1: chips. No, I can't. I can like, imagine her delicately like dipping it into ketchup. Was Stuart
0: lying there to make his chips look better than they...
1: Oh, very much so. That's what. That's, as you said. It was a one-upmanship between Rainey and Stuart, wasn't mm. it? Stuart didn't like that Rainey was on his territory. But I think it's going to be one of those love... I've got a feeling, because we were saying last week that Stuart is kind of nowhere to go. Yeah, I've got a, a feeling lost. that Rainy and Stuart is going to be a bit of a mm. power couple. A bit like when Janine, yeah, when Janine got together with Michael. I think mm. they're going to be a bit of a yeah, dangerous suppose. couple. Yeah. Because they to could be play. quite
0: dangerous together, couldn't they? Because she's, mm. she's quite manipulating and she can see off some characters. And yeah. So can he and he's quite violent. I guess they could work off together.
1: And I don't think Rainy's got any love lost against the carters so that kind of would yeah help things along i mean if they were to start writing a story where the carters or one of the carters tina maybe or linda starts to show a bit of anger toward rainy and starts trying to wind her up deliberately then i can very much think that rainy and Stuart will be the story and mm-hmm. they'll be the ones that they'll
0: they'll go play. one way or the other they'll mm. either end up as this weird romance evil couple <laughs> or they'll be at loggerheads and one of them will get rid of the other one or something
2: but
0: mm. yeah it's um it's weird because she started drinking as well towards the end of the week because max is ignoring her
1: <laughs> yeah well to be fair <laughs> to her max phoned balford
0: east to talk to habiba and ikra well they were lying though weren't they i think ikra and habiba were just they picked up on something and they pretended that max had phoned them no
1: because when she turned around and walked away out of they believe his earshot uh habiba said they oh, didn't mention a wife and that hit do you think yeah and that hit that hit Rainey in the stomach hard and Mm. it was from there when she went to the Vic and downed a double vodka and started (laughs) eyeing up the boys
0: Yes, she's on a drink again Mm. I mean that
1: would have been again a perfect I suppose if they wanted to do it as a bit of a slow burner but it's a shame that Stuart can't really step foot in the Vic and there's no other drinking establishment as of yet Mm, to open so well I suppose there's E20, but it would have been nice if maybe she had that double vodka and then kind of looked over the bar and there was Stuart with his bottle of Jenkins beer mm. waiting for I think um, that it carries
0: on next week, this story, and I don't know where it goes or what is going on, but yeah, there's more things next week with Rainey and Stuart. So. Good,
1: I, 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 I look forward to it, because that... Rainey was really getting downtrodden by Max. She was, yeah.
0: I mean, she's such a great actress and she's an interesting character, but she's just being logged with this rubbish storyline for a year.
1: Yeah, and Max has got what he wants now. So there is... Mm. Basically, that's the end of the story.
0: Yeah, it's weird. So... And that... they did that weird illness thing with her, but they seem to have got rid of that already. Mm. Where she was faking being ill. So I'm guessing that was an old storyline that Kate's now switched around real Forgotten, quick. yeah. So... Yeah, look forward to seeing what happens to them both.
1: I don't like... I mean, Rainey is obviously a dependent, but I don't like that Rainey was becoming dependent on Max. Rainey was always quite strong. Even when she was on the drugs, she was always the strong Mm. one. When she got Phil on the drugs, she was always the strong one, kind of. But she's just easily led. And so a relationship between her and um, Stuart, I think, would be quite exciting. Mm,
0: Good. I didn't really think about that. We'll see what happens. So um, next up, we've got another part. It's back. Everyone's favourite feature.
1: After a week off.
0: Yeah. Julie's Legacy is back. So. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to our. Ongoing feature, Julia's Legacy, where we are discussing every single ending used on EastEnders with a Julia's theme.
1: To add two more after this week, don't we? No, it's been lots, <laughs>
0: lots and lots. There's a new part now. There's part 14 coming. <laughs> Starting off on the 8th of February 2013. So it's very current. When we're watching the episodes in the credits roll, their current TV programmes, I, I know. I know, I don't like it's in that. in HD, it's weird. Don't <laughs> mind it. So this one is Zainab who leaves in a taxi with her son, Camille, to live with her mother in Pakistan, ending the relationship with her ex-husband, Masood.
1: Mm, Which had been very strained up until this point. Um, Mm, It's been coming for, like, years. It really had been. I mean, they just got back together again after... A breakup, and they thought mm. that they could build the bridges, but unfortunately, not. They, I th- it's almost an amicable breakup. Yeah, it was. It was basically they don't really love each other anymore. Well, they love each other, but there's nothing really there. Can only be happy if they're apart. They can't be happy together, which is a really sweet thing actually when she says it. And also, Zainab really hammers home that she never really felt like she was part of the community in Albert Square, while Masood felt like. Mm, the suit always in. was he kind of fitted in quite mm. easily while she was always the outsider she said that she was a, a square peg in a round hole and so she you know it was best for him to stay but um for her to leave but she wanted to take the son her son with her that mm. was that was almost the the deal that they had made yeah because
0: she was booking the um tickets on the phone and they said oh how many tickets is it for and she looked at him and he sort of gave her the okay you can take camille and mm. then she said plus a child he, um, he and, gave up Camille.
1: And gave her full card details on national television, which <laughs> I thought was a, a dangerous game to play. <laughs> and uh, Tamwa's like the
0: only one left now. They've mm. all been leaving slowly, haven't they? But we've been doing all these different Julie's endings. The masseuds have really been like the main family. of all the big storylines, all the exit. Um, but yeah, they're sort of pittering out now. There's only Massoud and tamwa left.
1: It is a shame that they kind of pitted off, and it, it left Masood as a bit of a whimpering character, which we yeah, see today, a spare part, very much a mm. spare part, and so. Although Zainab was correct to say that he was part of the community, his part of the community was really sleeping with a lot of people who were related or knew Ian Bill in (laughs) one way or another. It was quite a dangerous game Uh that he played. I mean, if Ian Bill had been Phil Mitchell, I think Masood would have been found at the bottom of a lake by now.
0: (laughs) He would have. He just Um, doesn't know
1: the right people. He needs to talk to Cindy's uh, hitman.
0: Yeah, that would save a lot of broken hearts on the (laughs) square. I was kind of ready for the Ahmed and Masood's family to sort of go by this point. Masood has run his course. Tamwar had pretty much run his course, um, not
1: not quite because this is this is before the Tamwar and Nancy. Nancy. Yeah, Nancy that story. yeah
0: that was his end. His leaving story that was good, mm. but everything before. Well,
1: Tamwar was always played as the kind of string along character, wasn't he? Mm. He kind of just had the odd line here and there. He had a few. silly silly stories yeah he had a few stories that were always front center but they never were any serious note particularly and if they were then they were kind of shooed to one side Mm. and not really which was a shame really because the actor was very is and is very good Mm. and um deserved more really for his character Mm.
0: i guess the woman who plays zaynab she sort of left right at the right time Mm. like she picked that quite well because she left with people wanting more yeah and even to this day people would like a return from her Whereas Masood has kind of overstayed his welcome and he's left again now in 2019 and no one really no, noticed. No, no, when well, no one's that concerned. It's not like a big fan so I, it's so the right choice for the, her to leave at this point, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean the next one was 17th of September 2013 and this is Jean Slater leaves you Albert Square.
1: You can't go wrong with a Jean. No. And so you know it's going to be a fun story. And this is the one when she leaves with Ollie, who um a lot of. Listeners may know Ollie because he came back last year when there was the Gene mm. and Ollie breakup. So
0: Yeah, and they've broken up.
1: And they've broken up, I know. It, what, so it
0: makes this Julie seem a bit redundant. It
1: but... does now, but at the time, it was mm. sweet that she had this man who loved her and she loved him. Cat was trying to keep Jean at the square for selfish reasons mm. because she wanted her to kind of look after her but the, a, a, in the end Kat admits Jean needs to make her own story her own destiny away from her. Kat realised she made this mistake she starts chasing after Ollie to try to stop him from going to Brighton without her.
0: Yes she gets Alfie who's now with Roxy. Yeah no that was really weird seeing. Horrible coupling. Mm.
1: The writers were always indicating that really Roxy and Alfie wasn't quite
0: right. No, it's a weird. No, it doesn't.
1: Roxy took a pregnancy test. I, d- I, don't, I don't think she ever had a child with um No, no she has had Amy. Yes, just Amy.
0: With oh, Jack. <laughs> and yeah, so that's an odd coupling anyway. But yeah, there's sort of hints at Alfie and Kat getting back together because mm. that infamous line was said by Jean. The man in the moon.
1: Oh yeah, don't give up on your man in the moon just before she leaves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and Kat has a little think, you know. think <laughs> Oh yeah. Maybe I do still love Alfie. Yes. The relationship mm. between Alfie and Kat that gets hot and cold every five <laughs> seconds. There's also Lucy and Ian as well in this episode. Gene has a go at Ian for not wanting to talk to Lucy after Ian had come back after his breakdown and he... Uh, lived life as a tramp for a few or homeless man i should say that's kind of um for a few months Um, it was
0: nice seeing those scenes because it made the gene ian relationship that happened just now made kind of put in context i kind of forgot about that but she worked for ian and she was chopping veg and stuff and they had a bit of a friendship Mm. even then so i guess it kind of puts it a bit more
1: it makes it more understandable a little bit yeah Mm. so was nice to see it was nice to see and i mean there is there is a very like gene says that her and Ian aren't very dissimilar really because they both are easily broken and can be easily snapped if needs be. Mm. She encourages him to speak to Lucy. This is the kind of the beginning of the strange relationship between Ian and Lucy that mm. we later on it have. built up for a long time,
0: which um, we are talking slightly about a bit later. So that's exciting.
1: Yes, we are. Yeah. We certainly are. <laughs> but it was lovely seeing Jean also. I mean... I've said to you when we were watching the episode, I remember watching this when it was broadcast um, in September 2013. And I remember at the time thinking, oh, because they only brought Jean back really to just to kind of do that story again. Mm. So she had one quick story and then left again. At the time, I wished that Jean had stayed. And so when she came back last year, I've always had this <laughs> this, this attachment, I suppose, with Jean. Mm. Maybe, maybe Jean and I are very similar people. <laughs> She's the type of character you just root for, don't you? Like, mm. You just
0: want her to do well or have a happy ending, which she did get. Yeah. She's got a convertible. She was dancing in the back of the car. She was, she
1: was flailing around with her arms <laughs> in the air out the uh, sunroof. She was having a great time shouting goodbye to people. Yeah. So it, she has her happy
0: ending. Mm. It's just that she's obviously come back now. Back to Woolford where not many happy endings. <laughs> no no. <laughs> uh, You don't come to Woolford for a happy ending. No. That's certainly true. So the next one, which is thirtieth of May twenty fourteen, which is David Wicks leaves after he ends his relationship with Carol. And obviously David Wicks was a character who was in like the nineties. When Simon left,
1: Pat's other son.
0: And there was lots of storylines going through with Carol and Bianca. Very controversial storylines back then.
1: David and Simon, uh, Wicks, they never spent time on screen together. No, never. Not once. Not even Pat's funeral. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? It's strange, but also something that comes Mm. up one day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not overly familiar with David Wicks, I must be honest. When I was watching this episode of him and Carol, it was like watching Christmas 2018 episode of Alfie Moon yeah he's very similar to Alfie and it was written the same and it's obviously in
1: the same house Mm. it was so
0: yeah it wasn't my favorite Julius theme I must admit
1: (laughs) I mean I thought this the sentiment of it was really nice Carol felt uh Carol felt like David was almost marrying her out of pity and Mm. when he said that he had got a planned trip for her to go to Miami because she was having a double mastectomy because of the cancer Mm. she had because they
0: were meant to be getting married The day before this.
1: And he had a heart heart attack. Attack. And she accused him of faking the heart attack. Yeah, jolting
0: her at the altar, altar. which wasn't the case.
1: No. Fraught words were said to one another um, at the wedding. That led to Carol feeling a little unattached to David and that really Mm. this isn't going to work out and perhaps she's better off just on her own to fight this fight that is the cancer that she's trying Mm. to... Get rid of.
0: Yeah, and they shared one last dance together as well. They did to
1: a blues record, because that was her something blue for the (laughs) wedding. And uh, he hid it under the bench in the oh, Square yeah, Garden. where Shaquille was found. Where Shaquille it was, was like found. the same bush in,
0: you know, like, a plastic
1: bag. I guess that it? is the spot where you, if you don't want to get found, that's where you go. Because, <laughs> like, that bag, and you could obviously see the bag. Yeah. The, the opening shot of the episode was the bag. Yes, and... that's
0: right. We all forgot about that towards the end of the episode. The opening shot was the bag in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> forgot, and it was used towards the end. It was. was. in it. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, David Wicks, he had, like, a goodbye with Bianca as well, mm. which was a bit odd.
1: Sonia skipped off of her... Um, shift at the cafe i thought she was maybe she was training to be a nurse at this oh, point Yeah,
0: worked at the cafe yeah.
1: so she, she kind of um skipped her shift there and went back to see carol and david it was nice again it was very quite similar to the zainab and masood story where it was an amicable breakup mm. but you could see that david when he was packing his bag to leave he was embarrassed he felt frightened that it was a bit of the unknown that he was going into. While Carol still kept the composure mm. and was very strong, which is Carol's character. She was always very strong. Yeah. But very unlike David to be seen on the hop and not know what his next move is. He's always been the kind of character who is a bit sneaky. A bit like, as you said, Alfie Moon.
0: Yeah, a bit slime bully, y
1: Not slime ball. She had the but...
0: line, she said, the famous line of, how do you know if he's lying because his mouth is moving sort of thing. Yeah. That's yeah. what she said. But yeah, he didn't go back to the hospital.
1: No he, well, he, he promised to go back <laughs> to the hospital because he, he discharged himself from the hospital after his heart attack after Wolf general then sir. And he' was like, no, going to go to a Heathrow please. you are going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> that was his last words as he drove off yeah. into. Right, uh,
0: done. But he only came back for like a very short stint because mm. he came back for a special guest appearance when Pat died that must have reignited something in him, so he came back full time and then he had this this story for like a year and a half. he was back.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean there was also the scene when Carol takes off her wig. And she's completely bald. And that's a really brave thing to do, isn't it? To to just show that, like, you know, I am this strong character and I don't need your help. Mm. This is what you're going to marry. Because she felt like that he said that he loved her warts and all, but then he booked that appointment in Miami for yeah, so like, uh, well, her do do you... job yeah. and
0: stuff yeah questioning whether it really was warts and all or not mm. but I found it interesting that she put her wig back on when Bianca came back in yeah like she it... didn't want Bianca to
1: see but, but that's his that's because she is her mum mm. so she probably doesn't want to show weakness in mm. front of her daughter she's meant to be strong for her daughter isn't she so without the hair because for women and for men you know it's it's the strength isn't it your hair it's yeah. Herculean strength is your hair and um, to lose it like that it's a, such a horrible thing to just lose and it's It can be seen as a to some people just as a shameful thing, which it shouldn't, but it can. (laughs) Exit. It wasn't the exit. They brought him back in order to maybe give him that exit. It's like the exit he he deserved to have before. Yeah, the one he deserved to have in the past. He's now having now. Mm. The the episode was fine. It just wasn't gripping necessarily. It was
0: new producer coming in, getting rid of a few. I think was more
1: the case. The culling.
0: Uh, so the last one of this week is the 24th of february 2015 and this is peter bill and a pregnant lauren walk away from wolford together as a couple to move to new zealand
1: this was the episode or the week of episodes where it was after the live 30th mm, anniversary
0: of lucy's death
1: so we watched the live ones as well didn't we we did. Just I got a bit carried away. Yeah. <laughs> so we rewatched the live week as well. Hashtag E.E. Live. It is very good. It is really good watching it back again. Yeah. I mean, Cathy's return. <laughs> you got to help me, Phil. I want to come home. Please. I want to come home. Please let me come home. And he did. He had her hide in a cab in, in the garage for a week. Eventually. Feeding her sandwiches. And mm. Sharon Sharon came and was like, I know you're here. You better show your face. He thought she was having a fair, didn't she? He did. Um,
0: but yeah, this is when... After the live week, and everyone now knows. Well, the Bill family know that Bobby is the one that killed Lucy. Yes, but they're all keeping it as a Bill secret. Mm. Stays in the
1: family. Yeah. We'll carry on. But Peter doesn't think he can stay on the square knowing this dark secret.
0: And Lauren has a secret as well. She's secretly pregnant. She tells him at the grave of Lucy, and they. She also has the evidence from Emma Summerhay's phone, and they both destroy it together, so nothing can happen to Bobby.
1: Yeah, there's no trail to follow. Mm. Eventually, yeah, Peter convinces Lauren. To kind of go away to back to New Zealand with him, with Stephen. <laughs> Stephen's wow. there to to upset the boat later on.
0: A lot of these like exits is there, are really redundant because they then come back like a <laughs> year later because <laughs> Lauren comes back with Stephen. Mm. Saying, say,
1: I think Lauren. I think it was more of the ac- Yeah, the actor who played Peter wanted mm. to go at this point, didn't he? He didn't really want to stay for much yeah. longer. It made good sense that he that, that Peter wanted to leave because it was it's a really horrible thing to keep from. People that you know, you know mm. this. This is meant to be your community. This is meant to be people who you know inside out. No, a secret can't stay a secret for long on the square. Mm.
0: It's such a good like the Who Killed Lucy thing was such an amazing storyline for the Bills because mm. we know the Bills like they're the original end's family. There, there's always a Bill in Walford, and there was loads of them. There was Cindy, there was Lucy, Peter, mm. Jane, Ian, and this storyline was amazing. But the fallout of this storyline meant that you know Peter left, Lucy left, Lauren left, Cindy left. And like the bills like collapsed, yeah, dispersed like overnight. Them. So there was a, it was amazing, but also it kind of ended that family. And they still haven't rekindled anything now, have they?
1: Not really. But then it's the time, as we've said before, it's that time when they, it's right for them to come back together again. Mm. I mean, we talking of Cindy, the actress who played Cindy was remarkable. I really enjoyed watching her. Mm. Some of the scenes she did, and you surprised me again. You surprised me a lot this week, Ben. <laughs> you said to me that Cindy was the original. Killer was meant she to was, be the original yeah, she killer. She was planned as the original killer mm. of Lucy, and they changed it.
0: Oh, but okay. that, It was it was changed, but yeah, that was meant to be the actress's big thing during right. the live week because right. she was very good on the live week she had lots of things
1: oh she was brilliant
0: a lot of things to say but yeah she was a, the original killer of lucy cindy was
1: mm. and also a mistake sorry this is nothing to do with the episode but a mistake on live week by peter he said i know no one picked up no on one this. picked up on it. how's adam how's yeah that was picked up straight yeah. away <laughs> peter's wasn't he said um jake's in prison yeah meaning max so yeah take that <laughs> yeah i mean the build up as you said the build up b- watching the week before um was just remarkable live week was fantastic and mm-hmm. this episode was the the dessert the ending of the whole story mm, and then from there the next sort of
0: round of bobby, bobby and, turning mm, a bit evil mm, but um he sh- uh peter said goodbye to bobby and said i'll always be your big brother i'm always there for you yeah so it is kind of right for peter to sort of come back now i think
1: yeah i think so because now bobby's out of prison yeah. and he, he needs a security blanket which is his his older brother mm. and his sister cindy yeah, I mean, but I'm... not Lauren. <laughs> no, we can we can keep Lauren. But um, yeah, and he even said, Bobby says, was it me? Well, did I kill Lucy? And he thought about it for a second and Peter mm-hmm. went, no, 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 it wasn't you. I didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> lovely. It was a great, great... It was really good. Great episode, great scene. And... In the past,
0: the three before that were not very good, the no. Julius themes. But this one was probably the best.
1: It was nice that this was the end. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last one of our week. Um, A couple of stories that happened also. Um, Abby left uh the Branning household at the same time and got she really did. upset because it <laughs> as usual for poor old Abby it got turned into being about Lauren again yeah. she had a right scream and then found out that Ben still had feelings for men but she, and she said in a really good line that I'll make it work <laughs> so this is when Abby was trying to such get such a shame Abby's
0: gone mm, she was so good mm.
1: Because this is, I think this is just before Aunt Babe got introduced too, mm. and then the Aunt Babe-Abby dynamic, yeah. which was fantastic. It was. And uh, they tried everything to keep Ben with Abby, but unfortunately didn't work out too Wasn't hot. to be. No. But
0: yeah, there you go. So that's this week's four Julius themes. Yes. Done.
1: Another four to come next week. Yes. And uh if you guys have enjoyed listening or have any comments that you'd like to add, do let us know on Twitter at EastEnders Week. We're on Instagram at EastEnders Weekly Podcast, or you can join and discuss on our Facebook group. We have to do a search EastEnders Weekly Podcast.
0: And there you go, so that was Julia's Legacy. <laughs> The dregs of the Julius theme in the mid noughties. Not the best. No.
1: But we're getting there. Only well, it's only two more editions, isn't there? And then a one off sp- a one off special. And then, yeah, <laughs> Nothing's there's, ever there's, a one off <laughs> special for us.
0: <laughs> Can't forget Pat and Peggy. Mm.
1: We're in there in oh, our sights.
0: Spoilers. But in our sights. Plus others. There we go.
1: <laughs> stay stay listening.
0: <laughs> so next up we have Out of the Old, Punk, Mary, and lofty they're gone.
1: Mm. Forgotten. In of the new. Ronnie and Roxy out. <laughs> Ikra and Habiba. Who's running Roxy? I don't know. I know the new running Roxy, and that's Ikra and Habiba. They're not that similar to running Roxy, are they? I mean, it's a little obvious, don't you think? I I, I kind of wanted to push away the the hate from people saying uh, that they were very similar, but... You can I don't see think they that they're are that starting similar. out
0: that way. I don't think they are. But they there's are. It's not like...
1: Th- like, Ronnie was
0: a real headstrong one, but
1: there's not really a headstrong sister yet, I've noticed. Like Ikra's headstrong. She's business-minded, yeah. yeah. And Habiba is the more kind of loose, partying, Roxy style.
0: <laughs> yeah, but Ronnie had, like, a meanness or, like, a Ooh, bossness I, to her. Yeah,
1: but I yeah. don't know if Ikra does. She does, because she really Which shot... Which one's your favourite? But... Let me just say, Ikra did shoot Ruby down to, uh, this week mm. by basically calling her business, which is true. Business, a little bit like champagne and bubbles, It's just all show, and so there's no Poor no Ruby. no no yeah no substance to her business. I'm, I'm really starting to like Ruby. I'm quite worried with myself, my well, own that's health. It's good.
0: It's good. <laughs> Although Ruby's um, power presentation looked questionable i that think I saw she's got on the laptop
1: yeah i think she's got membership with getty images <laughs> it's literally just loaded. it was
0: just pictures of like bubbles and champagne literally what icra mm. said actually it was really yeah. bad there you go so and there was like
1: some weird green cocktails and like there was like the color theme was gr- like toxic green i mean they've got quite a wide audience they're going for they're going for the pink pound they're going for <laughs> any pound the, they're going for the gray pound i mean all the pounds are there so mm. all ruby needs to do is basically say we'll have one night tonight and that'll be good my favorite my favorite of the both of them i Mm. must admit is habiba oh is it Mm. how weird mine's ikra oh well there you go split (gasps) opinion i for a lot of people neither of them are their favorites but then i don't think people are giving them the time no
0: no you need to give them about three four months to see how because they've already filmed about three months Mm. so then they'll take what people
1: are saying and maybe tone them down a little bit well exactly and they'll adjust accordingly mm. but no i really enjoyed abeba in fact i really 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 liked um the scene with bernie mm, and so abeba mm. um but we'll talk about that when we talk about tiff and bernie a bit later on yeah, but no we i really said goodbye to Masood. don't forget it well he's gone full circle <laughs> he turned up in an ice cream van <laughs> he left in an ice cream he van. did revamped but you think he would sell that ice cream van <laughs> to ian or make it part of the sales yeah,
0: with because I, I thought they sold food in there from wolf of East, didn't they
1: yeah, they did. Actually, you're right. They used to open outside E20 at night so they could hmm. sell, you know, kebabs. Maybe he's going to sleep stuff. in
0: it in um, Nancy and Tamworth's front garden well, ha- in Australia. Wait, he's
1: no way going to drive that to Australia. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh, on a ferry. On. <laughs> <laughs> a ferry to all the way to Australia. Mm. One of those um, cargo boats. Yeah. yeah I suppose he could. You do it. But, but yeah, bye bye, Masood. Mm. It was nice. Bye bye, Masood. Hello, Ikran Nabiba. Yes.
0: So they arrived. A bit naughty, because one of them took the Oyster card and then the other one had to jump over.
1: Oh, yeah. Threw it underneath the machine. I don't it was know a bin, was she... I think. Was it a bin? But it was a bin that was like... Screwed into screwed the ground. Screwed into the ground. Okay. Yeah, and she took a running... It was quite funny watching her jump over that that <laughs> security <laughs> gate. Because you think... You you take distance to run up to the gate and then leap over it. She kind of ran up, stopped, lifted herself over, and then went over and walked <laughs> off. And no guards to stop him either. I don't no, know. luckily. Anyone... Well... Anyone who lives in the UK knows that they are tight as in train stations now. Don't bother. There's always someone.
0: There's always someone They're too busy getting rid of Big Mo trying to get money from the...
1: Yeah, front. What from her? Busking? Chasing her off. Yeah. Busking, saying she's got some sickness that's related to her, ch- her <laughs> grandchildren.
0: We had Big Mo's birthday as well, which can't be forgotten.
1: Was she's she... now eighty-three. Yeah, she's been celebrating what for two days. By the time we saw her mm-hmm. in the vic,
0: Martin says she celebrates up until she's been given a drink that is the number for age. So when she's been given <laughs> eighty-three drinks this year, she'll stop. And still, she it wouldn't touch the sides.
1: <laughs> it would just
0: it would just be just i find normal it hilarious she's one year younger than dot i still find it hilarious mm. on the show <laughs> like how different her <laughs> and dot, dot couldn't wasn't well enough to go to a funeral and big
1: mo was just there drinking like 12 getting, shots yeah, getting <laughs> drunk down the pub <laughs> i mean habiba and ikra met, meets uh the slaters for the first time in mm, the pub they do and they don't set off on quite the right foot
0: no i'm glad because it's they do this a lot when they bring like a new character in they have a barney with cat or a slater Mm. like karen did it didn't she yes and they have like a rivalry so i'm quite glad they sort of teased it and we're like oh okay they're having a rivalry with the slaters but like it ended up like switching around and they became Mm. like friends so i thought that was quite clever yeah it was it was a bit
1: convoluted though the way they did it Mm. so she i still don't
0: 100 percent get why like get the plan it's a bit weird like she did a lot just to get a
1: waistcoat and it's it's working on the premise that someone would do this certain thing in a certain order in order Mm. for it to be pulled off so she spills orange juice on mick so he had to take off his waistcoat because kat had mentioned earlier that his waistcoat was a bit garish and a bit rubbish and then she sets off a fire alarm in the kitchen (laughs) by putting a tea towel i mean again she could have started a genuine (laughs) fire here it's not really a very Mm. kind plan to actually purposefully tried to start a fire. I was a confused. I thought she was
0: coming out of the toilets, but I'm thinking of classic extenders where the mm. toilets used to be there. So I'm... That's why I was confused. Oh, it's very confused Because I think she was coming out of the toilets and the fire alarm was going off.
1: Well, remember when... But no, that's the kitchen now. The Vic can... They can never do a storyline with the Vic where they have a fire anymore because their alarm system is top-notch.
0: Mm well so many people have been jumping off the roof so they've obviously secured the door to upstairs well, yeah because the way to, alarm. yeah the
1: way to get to the roof is far too easy <laughs> you can either climb or just go through you the door <laughs> doesn't matter so they've got it sorted now and since the um
0: fire with peggy
1: mm. they've got a good fire
0: system set up halfway was behind the bar can i notice no hat still we're two weeks running three where? weeks running
1: i i don't know ben where is halfway's hat <laughs>
0: I want to know if his blue fluffy woolly hat. It's, it's not always blue. Cold.
1: It's lots of different colours. His hat. He has <laughs> many different hat. But his hat changes its guise depending <laughs> on the weather or the occasion. Mm. But yeah, not wearing the hat anymore. I and know. and he's got a proper hairstyle. Because when he never wore the hat, he always had a kind of like an outline of yeah, where the hat like should Yeah, like a have bowl be. haircut. Yeah, but he's got his proper
0: haircut now. Mm. He's got gel in his hair. It's because he's matured. He's going away. He's matured. He's looking. I put it on Twitter. Cause I wanted to put it out there. <laughs> right. And um, I saw you. There's a storyliner out there who liked it. So I'm <laughs> extremely suspicious now.
1: All right. Of my theory. Are we still waiting for the wink? I <laughs> oh, yeah. Wink once. Story It'll be line. around April time, I feel.
2: All right. we'll see.
0: Oh, but yeah, I saw you, storyliner. <laughs> <laughs> Toying with my emotions. We've got your card. Habiba and Ikra sort of made friends with the Slaters. I re some of their scenes and when they're in Wolf Elise none of them can cook and they don't know what they're going to do mm. um, and Ikra kept saying well this is part one of the plan she tried to flirt with Halfway do you think she's going to try and get Halfway to ditch the Vic and work in the restaurant?
1: I think Halfway works in the restaurant already
0: well we saw him that one time but that was him helping out like as okay. he said because that was really confusing But um, surely it's...
1: they employ a chef oh no I suppose Masood and Ian both used to cook yeah they were chefs weren't they oh. Kathy can only make a fry up Oh come on! <laughs> Sorry,
0: Anna. buddy sandwich. She can butter some bread. She can butter some bread. That's all she can do. But halfway like the only person who's a chef now, unless they bring back Kyle Slater.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's
0: why she's making friends with the Slaters. Well, yeah, to bring back. Kyle. Will be like my uh, brother, who no one talks about. <laughs>
1: He's just qualified. <laughs> this is a very this is it is a very specialist menu isn't it it's like a fusion did you see that Ikra was
0: always looking at the menu like every time they were doing busy work she mm. was just holding a menu all the time
1: putting it on table familiarizing herself with the That's all she was doing meals the food well she has to know them if she's going to serve people <laughs> but they had a full restaurant so if no one was cooking <laughs> <So> it's <laughs> a bit odd isn't it? Fresh air. <laughs> it doesn't
0: really make sense but nothing to do with Masoodani's business has made sense for about a year and a half now. Well,
1: so. Masood did relish um, on the first episode of the week the fact that he was going to basically wind Ian and Max up by <laughs> employing his two mm, it's cousins. kinda really weird. And he was like, if mm. it fails, it doesn't bother me. It's
0: only my arch nemesis and Ian. It's like, that's, I don't know, it's just really weird. That well, no, Max that. isn't. His... Oh, oh, no, he, Max... he said something like that, didn't he?
1: I'm trying to think. He basically Max... said
0: it was two people that he didn't really care about. So if you fail, mess up the restaurant, who do I care?
1: Well, Max upset Carmel, and mm. Masood and Carmel had a thing. Oh, Masood had he... a
0: thing with every woman on that square.
1: That's true. He'd have a, a thing with a bin if he had <laughs> half a chance.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ikra and Habib, obviously, they have some sort of secret. They keep referencing or something. They're, like, running away from family or something. Well, they, yeah, they, so they don't want to contact, contact family.
1: And, uh... and It's
0: all Ikra's fault that they're here.
1: Yeah.
0: So something's happened with Ikra, something with the family. They, both of them have no money.
1: Mm, but they've they've hired now ruby to create these promo nights (laughs) um and the only way they could well behind Ikra's back habiba had sold their grandfather's television so again missing tvs around the square there's so many missing tvs around the square (laughs) at first at first we blamed alfie but now we're not so sure i mean everyone seems to be like sharing tvs amongst one another i don't really know
0: yeah it's weird and you have to wire them
1: in as well so they're quite old tv <laughs> <laughs> ian ian spent days wiring one in one time
0: he did but it was a nice introduction to Ikra and hibby but i know a lot of people are questioning their acting abilities but it's, they've only been there a week they're gonna be i mean
1: let's think back to johnny carter's first i was about week, to i was about to say johnny carter let's think about his first year he didn't well that's the thing he didn't change no. so there's a lot. There's always nerves with a new character coming mm. in. It's very rare when a, a, a character comes in and they're instantly. Unless you Pat,
0: who is great on well, her of first course. scene.
1: But it always reminds me of Dennis Rickman. When Dennis Rickman was first introduced to the soap, he was awful and mm. he was panned and he just he was like a plank of wood his acting but as he grew and the stories started coming through and he became more of what he knew he needed to become the mm. actor he, he was much better yeah so they just need to get a feel find time. out they
0: they've been on two, two episodes mm. um i think once mir and Masha come back that will help give them a bit sort mm. of to play off rather than just playing off each other they're two new actresses yeah. who don't know each other so once they get involved in the cast a bit more. But it's nice how they've introduced them to loads of the cast already. Yes. That's really good.
1: Hopefully they get to see their um, dentist cousin. Yeah, and Adam, Adam exactly.
0: So, so there's that as well. So lots to look forward to. And we also had Habiba do some scenes with Bernie. So we'll talk about the Tiff storyline next.
1: Yeah, Tiff is hanging out with the gang. Guess who's back? <laughs> I know, With our her favorite.
0: long fingers. I still don't know her official gang name. Sloth. But we go with sloth. Sloth. The woman who filmed Dennis in the pit carpet mm. on the
1: phone. Her. She was behind. Is it sticks? I think so. When she was on the bench <laughs> doing her best possible reaction face shots. <laughs> she's just great. I love, I love sloth her. so much.
0: She's amazing. So the gang don't really like Tiff because she's like the new favourite. Mm.
1: So yeah, there. They, they throw a ketchupy chip at her. <laughs> she ducks out the way and it hits Bernie on the back of mm. her coat, and this upsets Bernie. And the this...
0: amount of like scrubbing they were doing on that jacket later,
1: I was like, it was one little bit of ketchup. I know you, could, you she, she had like that. five sponges, like scrubbing <laughs> at it, A bit over the top, Tiff. Tiff wanted to be back in Bernie's good books, mm. and so they did. They started talking again, and while they were talking, and she reassured that Dennis wasn't selling drugs, that i mean even the writers must be getting a bit sick of this drug storyline because they don't really kind of reference it very much anymore it's just getting a bit like yeah. uh, we don't really i
0: much do prefer this. the bernie and tiff story yes. that side of it so yeah. much more it's so much better and once again bernie in her ongoing feeling like something really bad is about to happen to bernie all the time like she always just embarrasses herself or does something embarrassing mm-hmm. There was another one
1: of them this week she's been on online dating apps I know. Well, her phone kept buzzing, didn't it? And Tiff was like, "Oh, what's that? What's that?" Because normally it's Tiff who's constantly mm. on her phone. Yeah, and Bernie's on a an online dating app, but one that strangely doesn't require a photo.
0: Yeah, because she's a bit shy. She doesn't want her photo mm. up, so she understands that her possible date doesn't have one up too. And it does. She know that her date comes from a Muslim family. Is that confirmed, or does she just? Oh, no, it's that?
1: not. It's a bit of a yeah. It's a bit of a far far field some thought, isn't it? I guess she might have. Yeah, maybe she does. Because she... she goes to Walford East, mm.
0: tries to do her makeup.
1: <laughs> when, yeah, she puts on fake tan and it's a bit patchy, mm. let's just say. And she tries
0: to do some contouring, but mm. it doesn't look very good. And Karen thinks she's been <laughs> punched in the face. Yeah. And, you know, Tiff comes to the rescue. She did mm. jeans makeup last week.
1: Well, I was going to say, this: is there a hint of a career for Tiff? Once she stopped her drug pushing, is she going to mm. s- start like, makeup?
0: I said that. some uh, Someone online asked, like, what would you do with Tiff? And I said maybe like, she seems to be quite creative with her makeup, but mm. like she could actually do maybe a career, you know that yeah. thing that the young characters used to do on EastEnders.
1: Well, creativity must run in the blood because you know Whitney was going to open that T-shirt store. Exactly. So
0: <laughs> yeah, so it would be nice if a character actually went and had a career or it had would. an ambition to do something, because none of them ever do. Mm. Um, so that could be good for Tiff, like makeup. Makeup mm. artist, she could be an apprentice in a salon, open it, a
1: salon. That's it. She can so she can still stay on the square because the actress is amazing. So we mm. want to keep her. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, she could yeah. easily just start this job, yeah. not even a job, a career, as you said. Maybe they're it? leading to that. But she helped her out. She got built mm. up
0: all her confidence, made her go. Yeah. She said to her, "I'll be here if you need
1: me." Yeah. So well, she goes into the date, and then Evie pops up, taps her on the shoulder, and says, "I'm oh, chicken." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand? You've been looking for me. I don't need looking after. Um, and then invites he, and then invites Tiff to go to a house party, which mm. Tiff is keen to go. But unfortunately, Bernadette's date doesn't go quite to no.
0: plan. And we have those really nice scenes with Habiba and Bernie, which um, gave like another level to Habiba's character, I think. Mm. It I liked really, that scene yeah, a lot. It was really nice. She was really like supportive and caring. Yeah. She was there to help Bernie. She was, you know, giving her advice and things. It was really sweet.
1: The question I have on my lips is, what is an all-inclusive Nativity.
0: Isn't it those things that people always moan about, like, my school doesn't <laughs> do the traditional connectivity, now they have aliens come in and this come in. and Sounds great! They have things from all religion, like, in the yeah. story, so
1: which people moan about online, do It me. sounds like a lot more fun. Daily Mail. <laughs> yeah, um, um, Because Bernie played one of the three wise people, which I thought was great. I love it when she said that. She oh, I was, yeah, I was one of the three wise people. Mm.
0: She must know that her date was meant to be um, Muslim because she practised the language. Mm. So she must have known, which is why she thought her was her blind date, but she wasn't.
1: No, but but her was so kind to mm. her, and when she saw that she'd been stood up, um, she comforted her and consoled her, and Bernie was a bit like, oh, she must have seen me when when I was outside. Um, mm. And so she turned around and walked away, and she said, "I can't do this." And it's like, mm. and Habiba could have just been like, well, "Yeah,
2: whatever. okay, Yeah, yeah.
1: What... but no,
0: she said, "Oh no, you don't deserve her
1: anyway."
2: Yeah.
0: But then she said, "Oh, the person you'll be your best friend," and then that's obviously yeah, your best that mate, back into her yeah, yeah, into her head. But yeah, it was nice. That was a really nice scene between Bernadette and Habiba, mm. and um, obviously they're linking now back to Bernie maybe fancying Tiff again. I
1: think so, um, and but Ber- I think Bernie also is. I think she's kind of fallen out of like being a part of the gang now and doesn't really want to be part of it mm, anymore. Because
0: she said no to Evie for like, the first time mm. and she hung up on her three times. Yeah. So, so that's not going to be good.
1: I mean, a night in with bad crisps. <laughs> Phil. Salty
0: or sweet? It's popcorn. Oh, was it popcorn? It was. Salty so or sweet. Okay. Yeah, I mean, hanging up on Evie, that's going to have repercussions. Is Evie going to take it out on Tiff or take it out on Bernie? Well,
1: because Tiff is her little pet project, isn't mm. it? So, she's going to take
0: it out on Bernie, can... isn't she? Oh, yeah. Well, she called her her that
1: lump this week. (laughs) St. Bernard. (laughs) St. Bernard, that lump. Um, If you stay listening, we'll be talking about a tweet we sent out about Habiba and Ikra later about what you think perhaps is their secret. Mm. So stay listening to the end. I've got no idea. Nor do I. But our listeners do. Do you want money? Don't know. (laughs) TV? No, I don't know. Fame, fortune, Walford East.
0: So we are now moving on. We missed this last week as well because it was so busy. But it's back again. We've got a classic EastEnders roundup.
1: There's a magical mystery tour of the human digestive system in Body Matters in half an hour on BBC One after this evening's episode of EastEnders. So the exciting retrospective retro soap episodes on the drama channel nostalgia overload yeah injected (laughs) straight into my veins got lots going on
0: we're coming towards the end of the year now
1: Mm, we're we're looming onto 88 yeah
0: fireworks are going off
1: they they did the firework (laughs) campaign yeah um it's so
0: funny how that was just in, like, one scene. Like, a firework went off in a kid's face. Yeah, and now it was, it'd be yeah. forever, Nowadays, it? it would yeah. be like, we're working with all the charities to <laughs> do this storyline justice and we're going to be covering it over a long period of nine months. <laughs> and <it's> like, <laughs> back then it was like, firework went off in a kid's face. Oh, and then that's yeah. it. Quickly throwing <laughs> a doctor. So funny, doof, isn't doof. it?
1: Yeah, I well, know. It, it, well, it, it was rightly done that way as well. Mm. It didn't really need much.
0: But it's funny how they... Mm like do politically correct things now like yes. this Shaquille stabbing storyline that went on for ages and like the consent storyline but if that was back in 88 it would have just been one week storyline and they would have forgotten it
1: well you think about it, the consent storyline kind of happened with Mamet, didn't it really because mm. yeah, he kept punk pushing mary. and pushing and pushing with punk mary and she just put a brick through his window yeah through his, <laughs> ran his car and phoned up the chinese takeaways to deliver food to the mm. taxi office
0: So Sue's back from her mysterious um, absence on the show. Yes, and uh, she's
1: pregnant. So that's fun. That's good. Yeah, she didn't come back pregnant. She was was pregnant pregnant when she left. left, Apparently, yeah. Yes. So. (laughs) So Ali is the father, of course, of the yes. child. So that's nice, and uh, some nice good news for Sue finally. And they've painted the cafe and they've moved the counter for. So now it looks a bit more like the cafe we know and love mm, today. It's a little bit diff- bigger, so, like two percent bigger. Yeah, a little bit of window space at <laughs> in the, in, in the front now, and it's yellow, so a nice curtains. bright color. New curtains. The um cab office has just been left, just to rot. No, no, not even repainted. Oh. It's like grotty green still. I thought that was a bit lazy. Yeah. And the cats just the cats left. Well, they they explained it. One day, the door was left open. He walked out and (laughs) chased something. And 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 then they said, where's Statsky? And he's like, I don't know. He's probably gone. And then that was it. So we've no no more cat.
0: I love the cafe cat. And he's got his exit. Didn't rollly bark at him and he ran off. And that that's it.
1: it, that's it. You can imagine if the cat got... Anyone out there who can edit Julia's themes onto... <laughs>
0: we made this request last week and someone did it. They made the Mary Julia's they theme. They did. It's cast, we, cards. We th- sends cast cards. He cast Thank you, He send us
1: cast cards. Find him on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> he And um, we retweeted it as well. So search it and on our Twitter. And Linda
0: Davison retweeted it. She loved it. She loved it. So, so that was good.
1: Punk Mary's exit to mm. um, Julia's theme. With her
0: thump, fingers, fingers up. Yeah. yeah,
1: so we want Starseed <laughs> the Cat with Julia's theme. Please, that exit this week, bring it on. That would bring a tear to my eye. It certainly Genuine. would. <laughs> <laughs> what else has happened? Uh, Wilmot Brown has turned a new leaf, an evil leaf. Yes, he's, he's now showing his colours. Really evil. Really yeah. quickly. <laughs> really. He's lost his temper. <laughs> he loses his temper quite quickly. He's lost it with Colin for not getting the designs on time. Mm, he's lost Mary. it with Mary and sactor Being useless. Which she was useless. Yeah, to, to be, be fair, fair, she did deserve all that. She didn't clean very much. And when she did clean, she was doing it mm. kind of half and To be effort. fair, Ange
0: said to him, Oh, she's useless. When she gets I'll kill her. She needs to get out of here. And then when she did come back, he did what Angie she said. Suggested. And then
1: Angie was like, You shouldn't do that. Well, but then Angie, yeah, changed her <laughs> tune. But then Angie was on the verge of being sacked too. Mm. She's been told that she's just a barmaid and to button it. Yeah, she's not the boss. No. But
0: yeah, so he's turning evil.
1: Well, he's let out his anger on the. Because bu- there's a lot of burglaries happening around the square mm. at the moment. And he caught one of them. And whacked them with a fireplace stick. Um, no, there funny. is a proper name for them. I think they're called a Poker. A poker. He hit them yeah, with a come poker. Come on now, it's a poker. <laughs> That's my Wilmot Brown voice. <laughs> oh, very poor Thank you. <laughs>
0: we try all impressions on this
1: show. We do. We try them once and then never again. Uh,
0: but this must be about the time where it started must have coming out that Lou wanted to leave and Den wanted to leave and Angie wanted to leave, mm. mustn't it? Because they've changed a few characters up obviously making him the new evil one now den's leaving yeah but and they're also all Lou keeps going on about is her will <laughs> and well, yeah, dying
1: i know i know so it's obviously that she's on the way in, mm. on the way i out. just
0: love lou every scene she's in is just amazing
1: mm. simon wicks as well though you're starting to see a bit of yeah, a side to him as he's well changing
0: a bit he's not a lovable guy he used to die he's he's with... not chip off his old peak Pete, Pete back <laughs> that lovable Gamp in summer that i used to like yeah. All, yeah
1: one night with sharon in the hotel hiding under a blanket <laughs> and this is what happens to you
0: that's right but yeah it's all going on it'll be christmas yeah. soon
1: it will be well hey but something we can't just forget and just paint over it was the first ever gay kiss oh yeah
2: Colin. can you miss it <laughs>
1: yeah colin and barry um on the forehead on the forehead it was very intimate it was beautiful, <laughs> and that caused uproar. In it caused an absolute an stink didn't in it? 1987. Yeah, nowadays I was saying to you, I said nowadays they it. they're practically half naked on the floor, running around yeah. in bed. But no, then it was just a f- kiss on the forehead, a simple innocent mm. kiss on the forehead. Amazing,
0: isn't it? That was um, mm. it front wasn't even passionate. It was just page one.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It was just a kind of comforting kiss. I know to Barry he was sick because he felt unwell. Yeah.
0: It's weird though, isn't it? Because they kept putting their arms around each other and hugging. Like, what's the difference between a peck on the forehead to the hugging? Like. Strange, isn't it, how the paper's picked up on mm. but then that, that thing?
1: The papers have always had a kind of a relationship with EastEnders. The EastEnders have kind of always wanted to embrace the newspaper press, but at the same time, mm. the press like to knock it down as yeah, much as they the like. the bad soap. It's, the yeah, gritty soap. The grittier soap. Um, yeah, I mean, there's okay. been a few other stories. I mean, Annie, we shouldn't forget Annie. Um, no, she's still missing. She's still, well, she's not missing. Not she's a policewoman with, yet. She with, <laughs> she's with the grandparents <laughs> and Mary with Rod is trying to get them back together there's
0: mm. some really nice scenes of the professionals like the professional side of things like dr mm. leg and the social workers in the office how they're all they're all trying their hardest but it's it's nice to see that side actually because you just see mary yelling at them all the time <laughs> but then you see the other side where they have all these cases and there there is a case that's more important than mary's mm. so yeah i thought that was really good they showed that i
1: think mary's got a new uh, catchphrase as well it's i don't believe you <laughs> I don't believe you. So that's the new Mary Catchphrase, for for me anyway. So yeah, lots, lots of stories. I hope you've all been enjoying classic EastEnders as well on the Drama Channel in the Mm. UK. Uh, And we'll have another look back next week. We will. Well, now it's time for us to close BBC One down for tonight. A very good night on behalf of everybody here at the Television Centre.
0: I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's no, what's not. coming up oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. so we had
0: a fake pregnancy with Louise
1: We did. well we is it fake?
0: it has to it's be it's up in the air now I hope it's fake I don't want Louise to be pregnant mm, pregnancy it makes the story a little bit more show. interesting maybe we well, just had Hayley pregnant who's everyone else thank you, him you just, you're just a hater to the pregnant well, they're boring it, wow they are boring it, it traps a character into a storyline for like a whole year when they're pregnant, I don't like it. Look what happened to Kim. What did she do last year? Nothing. Gave birth to a ecstatic. Yeah, that Phil was Mitchell. on one episode at Christmas. <laughs>
1: Christmas Eve.
0: So now I hope she isn't pregnant. But yeah, they were trying to work out or get out of Phil where exactly Keanu is because. Sharon's on the clock. She <laughs> on is. On the Karen clock. She
1: Karen keeps sending her messages with like a countdown. Mm, or staring at her. <laughs> yeah, over the bar. Like
0: holding up a mm. um, digital clock, <laughs> like
1: a timer. Oh, well, like they do on a football match yeah. when they say extra time, three minutes.
0: But um, yeah, she she got one city out of the equation from Phil, didn't she? Sharon, with her detective skills. Oh, did she? Yeah, she was like, so um, what's a Barcelona like? <laughs> And he was like, what do you mean? What what about it? He's not there. Oh okay. Yeah. Cross that off of her list. Like a game of Cluedo. Yeah. Uh, what the temperature rate. <laughs> She's trying her hardest. She's not very good at working out. So um Would
1: you say the dish is tapas or <laughs> sangria and no, that?
0: What time would it be? What time difference in it exactly? <laughs> but um yeah, Louise obviously had a plan of I know how to get my dad to say I'll say I'm pregnant. Yes. And he'll go off on one and phone him up. Which and he get did. Him back.
1: She knows how to manipulate play her mm. dad.
0: And then a photo got sent of him, like, beaten up. Yeah. Who sent it? Like, did Keanu send it, like, question. this is what happened to the me? A
1: selfie stick of him beating <laughs> up with his eyes closed. Or, did, or someone odd.
0: stolen his phone and taken a photo of it to send to Phil? Well,
2: we,
1: as the a reason, warning? We, yeah, I suppose that must might have been it. Yeah, he put it on his own phone as a warning and then sent it to his first contact, his only contact, Phil. <laughs> his only friend, Phil or Sharon. Phil has sent Keanu out. For a very very strange reason we learned this week the reason why he's gone out mm. there and that's because he's just just making sure that everything's ticking along with his, the garage that he's set up there which is undercutting the rest of the spanish garages <laughs> and there might be money laundering there
0: must be because that <laughs> car that came over when it had money in all the wheels remember mm. that must have been a car from spain i guess
1: so they're able to undercut that, you know Lidl is able to undercut tesco because they buy in bulk more so than Tesco. so they, they put £50 undercut- notes into the Yeah, tires. <laughs> <laughs> they, they buy tyres in bulk to send mm. money over to the seat. And we
0: also had, Sharon did a phone call to Ben. Yes, just
1: before Lofty
0: mm. knocked on the door. So they're doing that. Is Ben working in one of these dodgy garages for Phil, do you think? Is that what's going on?
1: Oh, and it put two and two together, but yeah, that makes good sense. So I'm
0: assuming when Phil comes, because Phil's gone now to f- help Keanu. Yeah. Because he thought it was an easy job
1: and it's not an easy job.
0: <laughs> um, so is he going to come back with Keanu and Ben, do you think, in like two months? No, I
1: thought Ben was coming back with...
0: Lola. Lola. I think they they come back at the same time. I don't oh, know okay. if it's, it's together. together. Right. Unless Lola's out there. She's doing the accounts. She could be fudging the <laughs> books. Lex is on, Lexi's on there. <laughs> Learning using, her math.
1: <laughs> using a calculator. Mum!
0: But um, yeah, they've planted the Ben
1: seed with that phone call. Good. I'm glad. They've reminded so us that's that exciting. he exists. But, um... Phil needs to learn how to make a sandwich. <laughs> because they were doorstops mm, The Punk Mary one that one it really was they were chunky as heck there was like one slice of ham and a bit of lettuce in there just for a bit of effect <laughs> and like a whole loaf cut in half <laughs> yeah. as a sandwich <laughs> he's an old fashioned man he likes to buy the it's loaf rustic. uncut yeah. rustic sandwich yeah why not do you reckon he has pickle with his ham and cheese oh yeah mm, spicy <laughs> unless
0: Sharon's there because then she's the spice
1: <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle some Sharon on my sandwich
0: I must say Sharon's looking very good for herself yeah, I noticed
1: this week. looking lean, looking she clean. Yeah. New outfits, new air. Looking nice. Yeah, looking very good.
0: And <laughs> we also have Karen, like, and Mitch sort of having like a will they, won't they kind of thing because she's worried about Keanu. Well,
1: Karen's lying to everyone saying that Keanu's fine and he, she's heard from him and so on. She ha- She's a bit concerned when she thought that, when she heard that someone was pregnant in the mitchell house she thought it was sharon i know that was so funny that, that <laughs> scene was brilliant
0: yeah with um phil karen louise and sharon mm. and she bursts in and she thinks that well, there's so much confusion yeah. all around isn't there phil's confused so because he
1: doesn't really understand why louise is needing mm. to find out yeah. about keanu and, and karen
0: like looks at sharon like pregnant and sharon goes oh, don't be silly and like turns yeah, away yeah, it's so shakes funny. her head and now yeah. no not
1: me <laughs> No, not me god I'm Although, past it. It would be cool if um it was... Oh, if, imagine if both of them were pregnant. Oh, God. Yeah, one of them might be Keegan's. Like, Louise's
0: might be Keegan's. Who's
1: the father? Phil or Keegan? <laughs> Obviously, this is Sharon. <laughs> Phil Keegan <laughs> or Keegan. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, it's all going on. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know how they can keep this thing going, because Phil's now gone, and Keanu's gone for, like, a few months. Mm. So I don't know what's going to happen now, whether they're going to rest it for a bit.
1: Were well, they going to go dress up as pirates... Um, and do a play for two months, and then come back and get I ready meant for the Louise biggest... and Sharon. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was a bit confused. Louise and Sharon. Are well, they
0: going to bond? Do you think
1: and like I think they're going to bond big that's time. What's yeah, yeah, because they've had a duvet day, which was interrupted <laughs> by or, Mel. By Mel, which again we will speak about after mm. the game. But yeah, I think it's going to be very much Sharon and Louise kind of bond over this. They're both their loves um, for their her father, but also Phil. And, Sh- and I just Piano. want the one I love back. That was a good line. I mean, a lot of people said that was a bit meh, cheesy, but I I liked that. I thought, oh, nice. I yeah. enjoyed it. Love of her summed love. Up, summed up the story quite nicely. Mm. You know, that uh, Sharon wants the love of her, her love. Life. Her. Which yeah. one for is who? the love? Yeah.
0: We will find out. So, going off now to play a game quickly, and then we'll be back to talk about Ice Queen Mel.
1: Ready for your five a day, Ben? Always. Martin Fowler has supplied yet another question for you to give five answers to mm-hmm. in under 30 seconds. Many characters come and go through Albert Square over the years, but only a handful stand the test of time and stay living in Woolford for the long term. Martin would like to know, do you think that you could name five characters that have been in the soap for longer than 10 years without a break and without their faces changing? As in someone else Recarf. playing the character. Yeah, a character. Of course request. I could. Wait, there's no. more. You must name five characters that were introduced to the soap between 1985 and 2009. They are still listed as current characters today, and they should have never had a leaving storyline, but they can have left the programme with an unexplained absence and not been on screen for a period of time. They can also... Ben Mitchell. (laughs) No, he's had a leaving storyline. They must also not have been played by more than one actor. Also, Ben, one more small rule. You cannot name a background character. So sadly, the following are only honourable mentions. Our trace. 1985, Tracy, played by Jane Slaughter. 1985, Winston, played by Ulri Brown. And 2003, Marie Evans, played by Liz Sweet. Okay, does that all make sense? Telling so use
0: anyone from the beginning to now?
1: No, if they've had a story where they've been written out. So if you went to um, their. The, the page about the character and it right. says that they were they were here for 2002 to 2010 but then left and then came back in 2012 2016 so right. that, that's not counted so the, a
0: character has been on
1: the screen on the screen for 10 years without leaving oh without leaving without leaving oh more than 10 years and, and but, but they can have a sh- they can have a short break does right. that make sense? Yes. So they can they can, they can not have had a leaving storyline. They can't have had a storyline where it's explained why they're gone. They're gone, right. But they can not be on screen for a little while. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Okay.
0: A lot of criteria here. So
1: if a character is still talked about, then technically they're probably not have left. It, it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in 30 seconds, you need to name five characters that have been uh, in EastEnders from 1985 to 2009 and are still current cast characters to this day, okay? And your 30 seconds, just this characters and I'll tell you, and your 30 seconds start now. Denise. Yes, Denise Fox, not 2006. Patrick. Yes, 2001. Kim. Yes, 2009. <laughs> um... Ian. Ian Bill, nineteen eighty five, one more to go. phil Mitchell? No. Sha no Sharon's
0: left. Um who else is this?
1: five seconds. Did
0: Shirley you... Carter.
1: Yes, Shirley Carter joined in two thousand and six. There you go, that's your five. There ben you, go. you got your five a day. Do <laughs> you feel all filled up and ready and glowing to go? I do. Yeah? Let me just go through the answers. So uh, nineteen eighty five, so thirty four years ago, Ian Bill joined. 1998, 21 years ago, Billy Mitchell joined, played by Perry Fenwick.
0: God, oh, he's been in that long. <laughs>
1: he has. 2001, 18 years ago, Patrick Truman, played by Rudolph Walter. 2006, 13 years ago, was Jay Brown, played by Jamie Brothwick. Oh, yeah. Shirley Carter, played by Linda Henry. Max Branning, played by Jake Wood. And Denise Fox. He had a play- year gap. He wasn't gone, yeah, I know. though. Was know. He though. was, yeah. <laughs> and Denise Fox, played by Diane Parrish. 2008, 11 years ago, Whitney Dean. Oh, played yeah? by Shona McGarthy. She's and... done over
0: two thousand episodes.
1: Yeah, there we go. Not as many as Ian Phil, of course, or ones that preceded her. And of course, the wonderful Amy Mitchell, played by Abigail Louise Knowles, has been in the soap not the actor hasn't changed for eleven years. My God. Yeah. So <laughs> Really? It... Yeah. So she's yeah, she's been in the she's soap. She's the new Abby Browning. And then Kim Fox, who Kim Fox Hubbard, I should give mm. her a proper title, which is two thousand and nine, so she joined 10 years ago played by Tamika Epson so there you go so there's not that many actually because a lot of characters leave and come back Mm. and uh, these are the ones that may have gone for a little while but never really left our hearts (laughs) so um, I hope you guys got on as well as Ben this week at home and well this game was dedicated to Jennifer big shout out to Jennifer from our Facebook group who messaged us to say that she loved our games especially Ben martin fowler's five a day which is my game you're right <laughs> so i'll be interested jennifer if you're listening how did you get along as well so there was another successful round of martin fowler's five a day
0: how'd you take your coffee
1: i want to say the line like my men <laughs> but i stopped myself do you remember that song Fat and doughy like mr bill oh <laughs> how can you have a doughy coffee cafe might... could do it for me. Well, a doughy coffee. I believe in her skills. You just said that she didn't have that many skills. You no, know, on one program, of her skills is coffee. No, 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 doughy no. Doughy you can't go back on yourself. Earlier you said she couldn't run a restaurant kitchen. She could only do a cafe, and all she's yeah. going to do for is buttering in bread. In a grotty cafe, you get a doughy coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are talking about <laughs> Mel's storyline. Um, so she's, like, heavily drinking still from last week when she was at the
1: bonfire. Like, really heavily. There's, like, mm. bottles lined I up know. around the place. Really she, bad. Is she getting a Deliveroo to like mm. deliver all these foods and bottles but of I've alcohol? I've
0: never really seen Mel drink before. It's not really something you see her do. Really, no, is it? no. After all these stressful situations, it's
1: never like she she drinks wine. That seems to be the the choice. Yeah, but that's the the flirt
0: with one of the Brannings or something. Yeah. But yeah, she's drinking. She's gone to see Hunter in prison, um, and she sort of said to him. I only did it so I can help you from the outside.
1: Well, that's... Uh, yes. Yeah. so she signed uh, a confession as mm. sorts to say basically that the it whole was crime Hunter. was Hunter, which Hunter wanted her to do. Mm. And the policewoman looked at her like, a bit suspiciously, but... Well, she pushed mm. it big time. She said, and this is the paperwork for you to admit <laughs> that your son, who will be locked up for life <laughs> if you sign it, and probably destroyed, that you didn't do anything, but mm. it was all your son, your son... <laughs> your son she's a bit
0: suspicious still so she obviously mm. thinks Mel has something to do but maybe it's just close the case finish early well
1: Mel yeah let's yeah, just forget he wants to start a rap career let him do it in prison <laughs> Um, and yeah so Mel kind of just wants to help from the outside so she's going to get the best solicitor mm. she's going to get the best guidance she's going to talk to Jack see if he knows any police friends who can help him in prison but she needs the money She needs I need the
2: money the money
1: I don't believe you. <laughs> so, yeah, so she gets the bill from the solicitor. It's no Richie bill, so she has, doesn't have to remortgage the house in order to pay for the solicitor. No. But £300 it's, pounds an hour. It's It's enough. It's enough that she needs to rethink how she's going to pay for it. So step one in her plan is to down a mug of vodka... Go into the cafe, knock over a cup of coffee, and then go to work. Mm. So that's where she starts. So every day starts.
0: Yeah. Why I mean, not? if she was clever, she should have befriended Sharon because Sharon paid for Richie's bills for the Carters. Yeah, but they've she never paid been, for
1: the. They've never been close friends, and she was very. She wasn't even half cut. She was pretty much seven, eight to cut. <laughs> she know. was. She was there. She
0: was trying to do her work, and Billy called Sharon. Like I think you need to come.
1: Out. Again, Billy concerned, and again Sharon said thanks, Billy. You did the right thing. Mm. So, Billy... That's why Billy is nice to Sharon, because Sharon gives her nice feedback.
0: Wasn't um, Mel great in these scenes, though? Do you not think?
2: I know she she was her ice queen, but, like, all the
0: things she was saying were so cool. Like, the things she said to Sharon in the club that, you know, make me get out of her, and she put her feet on the table.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, how did Sharon get her out, though? It was a bit weird. (laughs) She stole the card machine and the printer? (laughs) And took it with her. And Mel's like chasing after her. I thought it was a safe.
0: But it it wasn't a safe. It it did look like a printer scanner thing. So Mel couldn't do
1: her account. (laughs) It was really weird, wasn't it? I don't know. know. Kathy buttered her nose in. She did. Mel was quick to remind her that she's hardly mother of the year. No.
0: Watch out. She might disappear again. Everyone. No, I like this Mel. It's the um, feisty Mel. Yeah,
1: this is the Mel we remember, we know and we love. Told
0: Sharon Simone truths about her her unhappy. She said um, if you worked it might give you a point of existing
1: yeah which is true because Sharon doesn't she basically called Sharon out and said like mm. I, you wouldn't work here you wouldn't do the late nights and she's like I know how to run a club It's like do you Sharon uh, yeah <laughs> Sharon and she's Den quite successful yeah, that was a long time ago and Sharon there's Sharon's, been a few bottles of wine since then <laughs> a few, few <laughs> pairs of shoes she likes to sit back and have the easy life now mm. she's got Louise to look after
0: and Keanu she's got, she's got duvet that takes days. up full time job Keanu
1: well, tell and us about raisins. it <laughs> 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 exactly so Mel Mel is refusing to sign the club away now mm-hmm. and and she says unless you give me a better deal I'm not selling it no. I'm I'm staying
0: and we had some of the greatest Kathy scenes we've had in recent history yeah she's there she's she's taking up that matriarch role I can feel it mm-hmm. it's happening um, she came over for some advice and some help for Mel. She was quite kind, actually.
1: Even though Mel shouted her out yeah. in the middle of the square, she goes over, knocks on the door, made a whole lasagna for her. Mm. Take that, Ben. And, and her <laughs> non-catering skills. Yeah, take it all back. It was quite a big lasagna, and Mel ate the whole thing. <laughs> I thought that when she brought it the, the thing back later. That was, it was like, like a, like a family lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> she had a lot of
0: vodka to soak up, to be she, fair. Yeah, the past was soaked up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I liked having Kathy there. It's like the Kathy that you wanted back. Mm. And she was there to be to be helpful. And um, Mel said, oh, if you want to do your Good Samaritans act, go somewhere else. Kathy used to be in the Samaritans, <laughs> so that did. wasn't taken lightly.
1: No, you have to remember, again, we have, it's being written that Kathy, finally Kathy is becoming the character that you remember Kathy as being. Mm. Not this kind of just... Someone who's just pushed to one side yeah, just, or a joke. Just washes up and. Yeah, she is. She sort of counsels people and she gives advice to people mm. and she takes anything that people say to her on the chin mm. because she understands that. You know, they're only saying saying out of anger, but to calm them down, clean up their house, she cleaned Mel's house for I her, know. picked up the bottles.
0: And then Mel comes over, the one person that's actually been nice to Mel, out mm. of the whole of the square, because everyone's horrible to her, although she's horrible to everyone too, and then she gets this idea of stealing all of Ian's money somehow. Yeah,
1: yeah, well she sees his bank account, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, and she sees that he's got quite a bit of money in there, and she reminds from a Something Kathy said earlier about you mm. know you need to bring back this isn't your no old stuff. I knew. Yeah.
0: She'd do anything for her kids.
1: Mm. Because that's it. Kathy was relating the Bobby story to Hunter going to prison. But quite similar. Mm. So fair enough. There's a relation there. So you know um, the
0: weird thing is, I was looking at Eastenders birthdays. Don't ask me why. Um, everyone's birthday on Eastenders. I was looking up. <laughs> yes, well. But the weird thing is, Hunter and Bobby are like four months apart in age. I think how
1: different they are mm. as, like, characters. It's weird, isn't it? But then, don't forget, Bobby went to prison, what, three years ago? 15, 2016, was it? Yeah, so he's probably grown up a lot in that time.
0: Yeah, but still, like, thinking of Hunter and Bobby being, like, three months apart, they mm. seem like, Bobby seems so
1: young, doesn't he? Isn't Hunter played by a, a, an older actor, Yeah, I think though? he must be, Because yeah. he's only 15, isn't he? Yeah. And you, he's not 15, clearly. No.
0: So yeah, I found that funny on well, my ongoing
1: adventures. Are... You just got an obsession with people's ages and like to compare them. Other people. <laughs> it's funny looking at
0: them. The um, age of death on the square is around thirty-five, by the way.
1: Well, the average age yeah. of death. Goodness, so, yeah, watch out. That's my age. I, See I'm, you later then. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna step on that square <laughs> anytime soon.
0: Um, so yeah, this thing with Mel when she was staring at photos of Ian and then staring at his bank account and mm. says, "Oh yeah." old me's back yeah you so reminded she, me of one is why... ian gonna get this away with him like you know how he said i'm gonna marry this woman again mm. is that this now gonna well, happen that's
1: yeah i guess so I guess mel is going to as she said show what she's capable of and uh basically convincing him to marry her so she's got the money to pay for <laughs> bankroll hunters is that her answer is everything the reason she
0: married ray was to get
1: money <laughs> Yeah, but don't forget she manipulated Ian before when he cooked her that meal so she could find it was something she was finding something, wasn't mm. she, in the house? Yeah. Um wasn't it, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't it Kathy's necklace? Right at the beginning. Oh yeah, because she, she was gonna Cathy. sell it, yeah. That's right, she was finding Kathy's <laughs> <laughs> necklace. She's horrible, isn't she, really, Mel. Yeah, horrible.
0: She's... Plus Kathy's the only one that's been nice to her, mm. and now she comes round and snoops through all of her
1: banking details. Mm, the only important person to Mel is Mel.
2: Unfortunately. Or hunter. Well and Who's hunter. more
0: important, Mel or Hunter to Mel, I wonder? No, Mel. Hunter
1: is more important to Mel, but Hun- but Mel sees that Hunter is basically
0: she can't help him.
1: She can't help him, yeah. um, and and also she, uh, Hunter is a bit mum obsessed, isn't he? That's a bit worrying too.
2: Mm.
0: But um, yeah, have to see where this thing. I I don't really want a Ian and Mel romance, but I'm assuming this is where it's going to go.
1: Looks likely. Seventy-eight thousand pounds
0: will be Mel's
1: for a solicitor. Then she can afford Richie. That'd be good, wouldn't it?
0: So we're going to end the week with um, some comments and questions and things from
1: all of you guys out there.
2: You know me I don't want to gossip.
1: So sadly no time for who won the week this week but we do have time of course to have a bit of a look back on who won the week's previous years yes with Ben we
0: have we've got our ongoing thread on our Facebook group so if you go on, find us on Facebook and there's a thread which you can request a year and I'll go back and watch a whole week's worth of EastEnders for three whole years
1: yeah just find it on Facebook by looking EastEnders Weekly podcast and it's our group
0: yes so the first one was 1990 so because it's birthday week I tried to find all the, bir- the ones closest to the birthday anniversaries of the years that you requested so 1990 we have the 20th of Feb Guess what? What? This is the first ever appearance of Phil Mitchell. 20th of Feb, 1990. He's in a car on the phone to Grant. 1990? Yeah. I thought it was 92. Yeah. He goes, I'm here. You wouldn't believe this place that I've found. It's a gold mine. That's his... um.
1: That's gold mine? Yeah. What was he planning? Open up a car lot. <laughs> that's his gold mine, is it? is he going to undercut the locals? I guess
0: so. It was also Stephen Beale's christening this day. And um, so obviously Simon Wicks knows that he's the dad, but no one knows he's the actually. The, he everyone thinks he's the uncle, so he's getting drunk and very upset. Every um, loser wins, Ben. Yeah, Sharon, Simon, and Michelle were godparents to Stephen. None of them went to his funeral. Oh,
1: don't talk to me about Michelle. I forgot to mention this just quickly. Classic Eastenders. <laughs> I am done with Michelle. Poor old Lofty. Well, Michelle knows about Stephen
0: and Simon, but she's keeping it hush. She loves secrets, doesn't she? Uh, the other year that I had was 1999. and We're on the 15th of February, and this is the episode where Saskia gets killed by Steve at E20.
1: Oh, with the ashtray? Yeah. Oh, you can still smoke inside. Mel's
0: in there talking. She's got a very high-pitched young voice, Mel. Um, and Saskia bundles herself in drunk and um, says that her and Steve are sleeping together. So Mel gets upset and storms
1: out, as Mel does. Oh, sorry, this was 1999? Yep. So this was before she started dating Ian, or had she dated yes, Ian? Yes, no, then... she marries Ian
0: in 2000. Yeah, the millennial, millennial, millennial one, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's the episode, that's a big storyline, isn't it, where Saskia's killed and Matthew tries to help, and it all goes off from there, and Steve blames Matthew and tries to get him done.
1: Ooh. Another character that could come back, maybe after <laughs> yeah, Mel. Yeah,
0: Robbie needs a best friend back. His best friend's with Robbie, he was. Was he? Robbie was in E20, and he came on to Saskia, but she turned him down. <laughs> Did she do not know what surprise. she's missing.
1: <laughs> What a hot stuff!
0: <laughs> and the other suggestion we had was 2007, which was the 19th of February, and this was a really boring episode. <laughs> oh dear! I did watch it, and one thing that stood out for me it was um, one year since Kathy had died, and at one year and a day. <laughs> um, and Ben was being abused by Stella, and he didn't like it, and that was. Oh, how on. could you say this is boring? It it was, the, the actual Stella episode story. was really boring. So then I thought, hold on a minute, Kathy. So I went back a year to two thousand six. So sorry whoever suggested two thousand and seven, but you're off. You're out. Yeah. So I went to the twentieth of Feb, two thousand six and it's the episode. Ian is meant to have a trip to Africa to see Gavin and but about to say Gavin and Stacey then. Gavin and Kathy. Mm. Um and Kathy has commanded Ian to record a like home video of all her friends at the square. Right. <laughs> so he interviews Jim and Dot and Pat and um they she she's never met Jane. And um, he wants to video Jane. But Dot says to her, Kathy's very judgmental. She's never approved of any of Ian's wives. So this gets Jane really worried. For good reason, let's just mm. say. So Jane doesn't want to be on camera. Mm. And then um, in the evening, the phone rings. And she goes, you know what, Ian? Let me pick it up. I'll speak to Kathy. And we'll have a little chat and get to, get to know each other. So it's all like happy. Yeah. And then she comes in and says, Ian, Kathy's dead. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was a very good episode and i and the duff doof, doof was so good i watched the next episode as well even though i know kathy's not dead wow but yeah but it's funny because they say gavin is in hospital in critical condition but kathy died straight away the car went into the driver's side right so that doesn't really make sense because no, that doesn't they add up. both are meant to have died on the site and that's why they could fake their deaths
1: that's right it was insurance wasn't it Hmm. Mm.
0: so but Ben was okay, and that's obviously the storyline that led but to... Bringing Ben onto the square. But yeah, I can't believe they killed Kathy off-screen like that. But the episode was really good, because watching the home video he was making and yeah. everyone was being interviewed, it was really funny. And it was really good.
1: I mean, it, there was a happy ending in the end, wasn't there? It was, because oh, our cat's back. Our oh, cat's back. And she's she's got storylines. Finally. Yes. <laughs> hey, should we go back to uh, what we spoke about at the beginning of the show about everyone's earliest memory yes. of the show? Um, I've got a couple. Makes me feel
0: all warm inside. <laughs> That's
1: fuzzy. Um, I've got one from Mr. Captain Doctor Nonsense. <laughs> and he said, I first saw the show a few years ago. They play old episodes on PBS in America. The first storyline I saw was Darren figuring out keith miller can read i love the show immediately because they all look so normal it's unlike tv in america in that respect i've since tried to watch as many episodes as possible from all eras yeah
2: that is
0: one of the good things about eastenders everyone looks normal don't mm. they? they're, and not it's all, fun. they're not all Hollyoaks.
1: no exactly it's really gritty and well apart from habiba apart from she's ex Hollyoaks. and it's fun to look at um old eras as well like uh oh yeah
0: captain i, Doctor I was hours doing it you, I watched I the whole 2015 Live Week this week as well.
1: I, I was with you, Ben. I got carried away. <laughs> I know, I know. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was.
0: Uh, we've got a message from JennyO1988. They say, I remember watching the Omnibus on a Sunday when I was young in the 90s, but I would change the channel quickly if I heard my dad coming because I, he thought it was a load of rubbish and I shouldn't be watching it, even though he watched Coronation Street. I remember being in love with Jamie and Sonia's romance, heartbreaking when he died.
1: Jamie's death was very sad. Yeah, he's on doctors now, it's fine. Killed by Martin. We've got another one from Rob Innes. It says, I've got this random memory of two women snogging in the middle of the market. I think two characters rushed off of the calf, pretty sure one of them was Natalie, and watched them in shock. Random, but hey, no idea who the two women were, though. We had a little look. I have no idea what you're talking about. I think
0: these are the two <laughs> women that I saw. Remember last week when I said Mel used to have lots of friends and she had loads of girls around her house and loads of friends and Natalie and there was yeah. a woman with a weird haircut. I think that was one of them oh, so with you... her weird 90s haircut.
1: Oh, okay. Well, no, I couldn't find anything. <laughs> Obviously it wasn't looking hard enough.
0: No, come on. I There's know. only
1: 35 years to look through. <laughs> uh, we have King
0: Capter who says, First time I ever watched it was in religious studies class. We were talking about euthanasia, and the teacher showed us the Ethel's last scene. I didn't really get into it until the Christian and Saeed storyline, though, so I've been watching for about 10 years.
1: Oh two two things to point out. One, Christian and Saeed storyline is amazing, and obviously they didn't show that in RE E class. <laughs> and two... Showing EastEnders in RE class. how weird is that? I don't remember anything like I wish that. I I watched it in RE. We were watching about pestilence and I can't cockroaches remember. coming down and killing us. i blanked it. I don't blame you. Irish Terence on Twitter has said, My earliest memory of EastEnders is it being on... I was born in 1985, but the earliest big story I remember is Phil finding out about Sharon and Grant from the cassette in which Sharon and Michelle are talking. I love that episode. There'll be another
0: one of them this year. Yeah,
1: Yes, when Michelle's doing the uh, interview with Sharon and it's, a long, it's in all the tapes and he puts it in the tape deck and Grant hears it. And then plays it in front of the whole pub during Phil and Kathy's wedding. It's a fantastic episode. Again, dig it out if you mm, can find
0: it. It's very good. And just one more on the memories. Uh, we have T. Trainor who says, My earliest memory was the long week of Johnny Allen's special in March 2006. First Christmas was in 2006 was when Pauline died. Oh, so yes. Yeah. Very upsetting year. That's when the ratings were up, down, up, down.
1: All over the place. Yeah.
0: Like Get this, Johnny Allen week, that's what it was called. Was
1: it? I don't I I'm not a huge fan of the kind of gangster stories. I think I've said that before. That was Ruby's End. It was. Well, not not her <laughs> demise, no. just that she left. So we asked that question on our Facebook group. On Twitter this week, we asked any early guesses at what the armored sister's secret is? And um, we've had I a few of them. Well Well, uh, at E.E. Wolford said she's probably got a child. So perhaps there's a mm. child somewhere. At all of me hates you says since they're very intent on making money, I'd say they're in debt. At Andy Gibson TV, simply put a gif on showing him pressing his lips together. So I think he knows more than he's letting on.
0: Nah, he's bluffing. Is he?
1: He ain't got a clue. Bluffing for his nothing. At The Vickers Cursed says secretly Ronnie and Roxy in disguise. <laughs> Good thing. It could be. And at Radiation Gloves has put their secret One Direction fans. Um so again, thank you so much for all your comments on Twitter. You can mm. find us at EastEnders Week on Twitter. And you can also find us um on Instagram at EastEnders Weekly Podcast. And as I mentioned, we have a Facebook group which you can simply find by putting in EastEnders Weekly Podcast. Do you have a few tweets or messages that we've had randomly about the show this
0: week? Yes. Matt Cherry asks, Was that the first time we got Julius Steam back to back? And yes it was, we can with our ongoing series (laughs) Uh, we can confirm yes that is correct
1: it certainly was and it was nice actually and it was and it was well founded too they both episodes deserved that back-to-back
0: and at nicola annex says do you know who the tribute was for at the end of the episode and that was and slater
1: yeah see that was a tricky one because mm. we weren't entirely sure we but figured it out though we did a bit of delving yeah
0: she was a cast member who'd been on it for she's like a long-term cast member i'm um, not a cast member a crew member long-term crew member and little fun fact the slater family were named after her
1: yeah she was much, very well loved she in was. the production crew yes so that's who she is so yeah that in memory at the end of tuesday's episode was the um who had sadly died and one last tweet which came earlier as we were recording which I absolutely adored was from at Scotty Jacks and he said well done Sonia and Bex making everyone close their curtains when it's dark outside you really do have the power <laughs> I mean yes <laughs> Dot the second and Bex is Dot the third but it's he's quite right most people do draw their curtains <laughs> at, at night so he's got, a, he's got especially in dodgy London dodgy Walford yeah it's not so dodgy anymore not like it was in 1987 certainly <laughs> So thanks everyone for listening and um, that was it. That's the end of the second term of John York on EastEnders.
0: Mm, It was. We now have Kate Oates on the credits and um, new era and we're really excited to see what she does.
1: You took the words right out of my mouth.